Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today's episode comes to you from beautiful Midland, Michigan, where I live. I am outside on the deck right now. Um, there's a bunny right in front of us. There's a chirping bird. The The beautiful sunflowers are out this morning. It's, it's just a gorgeous day. Um, for those of you in the United States, if you are listening today, uh, Monday, uh, September 6th, it is Labor Day. So this is a national holiday where we take a day off and really just celebrate people who are um, putting in the work, so to speak. So um, happy Labor Day. Uh, For many, you'll be camping and uh, barbecuing and, and having a good time. Uh, quite frankly, today is a day of work for me, so I will be getting a ton of stuff done uh, in preparation for the rest of the week. So today I want to come to you and talk to you about living history books. So there's a, an author that I'm really falling in love with. I've actually been exposed to, to her work um, through other mentors. Uh, right now she's just a book mentor. Maybe I'll actually meet her in person someday. Her name is Caroline Meese, M-Y-S-S. She has a lot of work um, around... Um, kind of thinking, mindset, uh, who you are as a spiritual being. Um, But she says, we're all living history books. And really what she's talking about is, okay, you have an experience, right? So this is at any point in your life. You have an experience, you reflect on that experience, and then your brain kind of creates a story about you, about other people, about the world, based on whatever that uh, experience and reflection was. Okay, so you'll you'll come up with a story of, you know, I'm really good at this, I'm really bad at this, you know, this is what I, I think the world should look like, or maybe a fear of some sort. Okay, so... Uh, then what happens is that let's say you had an experience when you were a little kid, right? And it was a negative experience, but here's the kicker. When we're in the present moment, like right now, something happens to us, right? So when some people say, oh man, I was triggered, right? Or that person triggered me. Listen, that person, that idea, that thing that they just said, that can't trigger you if it's not in you. Okay, so just because they triggered you doesn't mean they did anything wrong. It just is an opportunity, a problem, a challenge, if you will, for you to address something that's inside. So let's say something happens, maybe you're scrolling in social media, you're having a conversation, and you have an experience. And then all of a sudden, there's a thought, immediate thought, right? And there's emotion. Well, the immediate thought, guess where that comes from? That comes from the story you told yourself way back when. And your emotion comes from, you know, am I good at this? Am I bad at this? What do I think the world should be? You know, a fear. And so, you know, this is a great way of looking at it, that we're, we're not living in the present moment. We are, you know, experiencing things in the present, but we're really attached to our history. We're really attached to the stories that we've told ourselves about. So 
you know, what, what in the world is in there, right? That, that's a good question to begin to ask yourself. What is in there? What stories do you have inside you? And then, you know, we want to start thinking about what are some ways that we can edit those stories, especially if it's not working out well for you. Uh, we, we run a course once a year called Self-Image Mastery, where we really talk about, you know, how you see yourself is basically, you know, how the world will operate around you. How you see yourself, your self-image will determine everything from success in relationships to career to financial to health, everything. And so what we try to do in that course is really go through and understand what is inside there. And how can I edit those stories so that I can have something that's going to get me towards my goals, right? Now, some ways that you can edit, um, you know, seeing a therapist, that's always good in my mind that I I do see a a counselor. So I think it's good mental health for everybody to do that. Um, Definitely working with a coach, um, more a coach than a mentor, because a coach will really help you think through some of these stories and kind of their impact, whereas a mentor will just tell you what to do. And I have several different coaches and also mentors. And then also Psych K, uh, I talk about that all the time, but that is kind of a fast, accelerated way to understand your story and to be able to edit it. Okay, so uh, Caroline Meese also said that biography becomes biology, biography becomes biology. Or the way that I look at it is the story you tell yourself, your biography, uh, becomes the result in your life. Okay. So I want to talk about um, three examples here and kind of flesh this out a little bit. So the first example is a dear friend of mine. Um, She, uh, to make a very long story short, she ended up losing a baby. And uh, for those of you who've ever gone through that, I myself have gone through that several times. I, I completely understand the, the heartache and the trauma that you go through. And for her, <laughs> she, she went through this, but she also had some other living children. And so she really felt like she needed to get kind of back in the game, if you will. And so she didn't take time to really process the loss. And years later, years later, um, probably eight, nine, ten years later, we were talking one time and she, um, they had a, a loss of a cat, I think it was. I can't remember if it was a cat or a dog. Anyway, so she was processing this and she was having a horrible time. Well, come to find out as we have our discussions, we realize Any loss that she has of any kind, she tries to avoid. And it all stems from that one event. Because she told herself um, during that event, uh, not only I don't have time to process this, but if I just avoid it, it won't matter. It, It won't bother me. It won't cause issues. And so now, anytime there's a loss of any kind, or she's talking to anybody who has a loss of any kind. That 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 happens too. Um, she isn't operating in her current rational now self. She's operating from that conditioned belief, her history of before. 
And then I, I had another um, a dear friend of mine. Uh, we were talking about this actually at a, a live event she and I were doing. Um, we were um, both speaking from the stage. And she mentioned that she, she had been having an issue um, using basically public restrooms. So if she was out and about and she was traveling, she felt just fine to be using, um, let's say her hotel room bathroom. But if she needed to use the restroom at any other time, she would have to run to her hotel room. And so, you know, this kind of came out as we were, we were preparing and I'm like, Hey, what's up with that? And long story short, she had an issue when she was in second grade. Uh, she was in a classroom and, and she has had a substitute teacher. And for whatever reason, the substitute teacher um, did not allow her to use the restroom and she really needed to go. And she ended up having an accident. And since that time, she developed this belief, you know, that, that man, I, I, in order to stay safe, there's only certain places that I can use the restroom. And so this was affecting her because, you know, here, here she was getting ready to go on stage and she said, hey, uh, I think she had five minutes to go on stage and she's like, oh man, I really need to use the restroom. And, and I was like, go, there's one, you know, right around the corner. And she told me all of this and I was like, oh man, that's too bad, right? And then, you know, on the flip side, because I know those were, were um, uh, not necessarily negative, but a little harder uh, examples. On the flip side, there's a great example for, for me. When I was in junior high, I can't remember which grade. It might have been seventh or eighth grade. Um, I was uh, nominated, elected, invited. I don't know how, how that happened, but I was in the um, National Junior Honor Society. And as a part of the program, uh, they needed us to read these parts. And so, you know, we had this uh, practice session, they had, I don't know, 10 of us come in, and they were auditioning us to basically just read this part. And I was like, that's it. That's all we have to do is just read this. And I had, I don't know, maybe seven or eight sentences that I needed to read. And I didn't think anything of it. I just went ahead and read. Now, I'm, uh, I've always been a really, really voracious reader. So uh, even now, it's not abnormal for me to read two, three, four books a week. And I was a very early reader at the age of three. It just kind of came naturally to me. And I love reading. And so for me, this was no big deal. So I got up, I, I read my part, I did my thing. And it was the first time I'd ever read it. And they were like, so impressed. The teachers were so impressed, like, oh my gosh, you, you used all the right tone, the right inflection, you pronounced everything correctly. And to me, I'm like, well, that's what we're supposed to do, right? And I realized that all of the other speakers struggled. And I, you know, part of it was reading in front of a group is is abnormal, right? There's a lot of emotion attached to that. But when I had that experience, I somehow downloaded the belief that, you know, it, it's kind of kind of cool to, to be up in front of a crowd and know what you're doing and, and share um, some information, right? And, and honestly, that, that probably was an, an instigator in my whole public speaking career, right? So I felt that high of, of being validated and being good at something. Does that, does that make sense? So you, you have the experience, you have a reflection of that experience and you have a story you tell yourself. And so when you have a new experience in life, you're not, you're kind of going back on your, your past history. 
So um, I, I just want to briefly tell you a couple things about how um, these three examples, how we were able to use Psyche K to help. So Psyche is, is a great method that we can use to quickly process some very traumatic things. So my, my friend who lost the baby, you know, that, that was very traumatic. And so she had never seen anybody. She'd never talked to anybody about it, no therapist or anything like that. Um, but she did have a lot of PTSD and trauma around it. So we were able to have a session, actually two sessions with her, and completely processed all of the emotions related to that one incident. And because we edited not just changed, right? Not deleted, but edited that version. So we processed out those tough emotions. And there were things that she could remember about that whole experience that she couldn't remember before that were actually really positive. Because we were able to do that, now she's able to look at loss differently. So when a loss comes up in her life, she doesn't avoid it anymore. She says, huh, what do I want instead? How would I like this to go? And my dear friend who I shared the stage with so many years ago, I can happily report she can use the restroom anywhere now. She, she, she will, if she ever, uh, if you ever meet her and she tells you the story, uh, it's a really good story. But we did uh, one site K balance with her. Honestly, that's all it took. Um, probably about less than two minutes. And she now is able to use the restroom anywhere because it, it just came from a moment of trauma. And so we were able to process the trauma and the emotions related to that. And now she's, you know, she says, oh my gosh, if, if I could do that, what else could I do? I'm like, exactly. The sky is the limit, right? And then, you know, for me, that kind of high of being validated and, and doing something important and um, doing it well, I ask myself all the time, how can I have that feeling all the time? So I'm constantly adjusting what I do and asking myself, okay, what today is going to bring me that moment? Not, not, not just the validation moment, but really that feeling of, of being accomplished, um, of setting my mind to something, of being prepared, being confident, going out and serving other people. That's what I love to do. So even today on a holiday, uh, when many people are kind of stepping back and relaxing and uh, enjoying time with with others, which I I will do that a little bit, but I also am going to do some really cool work where I get to have that feeling all the time. And Psych K allows me to kind of think about what that feels like, what that looks like, and then um, really to, to do some work around kind of um, pushing the save button, if you will, on a new story. So listen, here's what I'm trying to get at today. I want you to be more observant. So we talk about, you know, change your thinking, change your life. You've got to be observant. So in the now, the present moment, I want you to be observant as you're going about your day today. You know, if something uh, doesn't quite work out um, as you would like it, maybe you have a, a wonky interaction with somebody or you realize, oh, no, I have an issue around, well, money. That's a, a lot of my clients are dealing with money issues right now. Just observe your thinking around that. And then ask yourself the question, how is my past informing this moment? So what is the, the history 
that you have that's informing this moment. So if you're having an, an issue with money, what is what have you been told in the past? Or what have you experienced in the past? Or what have you kind of developed as a belief in the past about money that's informing the present moment? If you had that wonky interaction, what in the past is, is kind of causing that in, in the present moment? Most people, what they do, they, they focus on, you know, a person or a, an issue or a problem or a challenge, and they, they put all of their, their focus on that. Well, that's looking at the effect rather than the cause. So we're all living history books, and we're all operated based on that history or that biography, that story we've been telling, but we've got to know what that story is. So keep it real simple. Just ask yourself one or two times today, how was my past story influencing my present moment? Okay. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much for joining me today. I never take it lightly when people choose to plug into my work. So thank you so much. Um, And with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.